love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, leader of Team Jacked and Fanny Packed, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, and you can follow Canadian Wrestling's Elite on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CWE Canada for all the -the up-to-the-date latest news updates on Canada's Elite Wrestling Alternative. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the JK Podcast. What's going on? What's up, guys? So, another uh, week here, Carl. Uh, a little uh, cool milestone hap- happened for us, I believe it was uh, earlier today, and that's uh, not just solely on Podbean, because uh, as you're well aware now, and uh, if not, we are uh, on Podbean, we are on YouTube, we are on Google Play Music, and of course on iTunes with our podcast here. But solely on Podbean, we have uh, crossed the 800 uh, downloader listens threshold there. So a pretty cool little milestone uh, there for us. That's an that's an amazing feat. I mean, there are some people who go out and start doing podcasts, and you know, it it they they can never really reach that milestone. But yeah. thankfully for us, um, we've been doing this for about a year, yep. um, and we got this is what episode forty nine. Yes, sir. And before, so at forty eight episodes, we already have eight hundred downloads of our podcasts that are out there with other people. So pretty cool. Yeah, uh, definitely a cool milestone for us and, you know, definitely only the beginning and it's only going to get uh, better from here. Now, before we do get into uh, what uh, we're going to be doing this week, which will be a, a technology talk, actually, uh, let's, of course, talk about our sponsor, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. CollarAndElbowBrand.com, one of the uh, elite places to be able to go to get wrestling merchandise uh, made for people by wrestlers. We're talking Al Snow, famous professional wrestler who has created this brand for everyone. One of the biggest things right now that we can tell you is that for the remainder of today, they have their toboggan winter hats and their beanies on sale 25% off. But what's even more amazing about that is that if you use our promo code JKPODCAST, (laughs) you can get an additional 10% off. Now, that's a 10% off the entire order. They have an amazing collection. They On their website, they break it down to a 2017 collection, a 2018 collection, and just amazing new merchandise that they have out right now. So you really have to go and check them out. Make sure to use our promo code JKPODCAST, and you guys will get 10% off on us. Yeah, some cool stuff, uh, new stuff in the store that I'm just kind of seeing uh, actually uh, right now. And, uh, you know, there's a, a no DQ 
um, a shirt on there, uh, one that they're calling an Ichiban uh, shirt, and uh, a one for the, the ladies out there, a very uh, flattering uh, uh, kind of a uh, tank top uh, shirt for the ladies. We have a uh, kind of like a ring jacket, the toboggan, uh, took that curl I'd mentioned, and a, a really cool, in my personal opinion, uh, uh, one that just says uh, pro wrestling that just shows a couple of... Uh, uh, wrestlers kind of wrestling old school style in there. Uh, those are the kind of ones I'm particularly fond of. And on some of these, they're going with the um, <clears throat> the label down near the bottom as well, kind of a WWE-esque as well. So That's right. So, again, make sure that you go. Uh, if you're on any of our social media, we do have a link right there on all of our social medias to be able to take you directly to J&K or directly to Collar and Elbow on behalf of J&K Podcast. And then you can, like I said, use that discount code and get yourself some savings. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we get into our technology talk for today, uh, we'll do our usual kind of fun sound clip. This is uh, one that uh, actually this got kind of triggered in my memory uh, a conversation that uh, some of us had here, and uh, this uh, comes from the the TV the, the American version uh, show of The Office, and specifically with um, basically somebody coming in and showing you the proper way to do uh, CPR to the the beat of "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees. So this is a, a fun little clip. We'll play this, and then we'll get into our technology discussion. For today. Are they breathing? No, Rose. They are not breathing. And they have no arms or legs. No, that's not part of it. Where are they? You know what? If we come across somebody with no arms or legs, do we bother resuscitating them? I mean, what kind of quality of life do we have there? I would want to live with no legs. How about no arms? No arms or legs is basically how you exist right now, Kevin. You don't do anything. All right, well, let's get back to it because you're losing them. Okay, too fast. Everyone, we need to pump at a pace of 100 beats per minute. Oh, okay. That's uh, hard to keep track. How many is that per hour? How's that going to help you? I will divide and then count to it. Right. Okay, well, a good trick is to pump to the tune of Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Do you know that song? Yes, yes, I do. I love that song. First I was afraid, I was petrified. No, it's... Uh, 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 staying alive, okay. staying alive. You were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, staying alive, staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Uh, uh, you can't uh, tell uh, by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man, no time at all. Words it loud, women more. Been kicked around since I was born. Well, it's all right. It's okay, you can look the other way. So uh, there we go with a, a little uh, fun sound clip. Uh, it, just, it was something that uh, I can't remember who it was I was talking to, and they had mentioned, uh, I think it was uh, <laughs> your wife uh, talking about uh, doing CPR and having to do it to, to that specific uh, song. I think that's what triggered my memory, and I looked at this clip, so... Yeah, it's it's a great clip, and it's one of the one of the better ones out there. And I mean, we only played a little bit of it for you. We're yeah. looking; it's usually about two minutes and twenty twenty two seconds ish, kind of long. But yeah. I mean, it, it's anything from the Office. I always enjoyed the American Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, great show, and yeah, I mean, that was one of the classic classic skits that they did. For sure. All right. So getting to a technology uh, talk or a tech talk, uh, so to speak, uh, because we haven't done one in a while. There's been a lot going on with uh, the wrestling business and uh, with the interviews with uh, with uh, Danny and uh, with uh, Chase. So we've been pretty tied up in the wrestling. So I, I thought for this week we'd uh, uh, tackle something that I've been kind of meaning to kind of 
do for an episode, and that's to talk uh, specifically about, uh, I guess, you know, the, the advantages um, and, you know, some disadvantages to uh, the two main uh, cell phone platforms that we have out there. That is the uh, iPhone and then the Android platform because the, the Windows and some of those, they've, you know, more or less kind of pieced out of the cell phone business. There's still a little bit of BlackBerry stuff going on, but, you know, not really much to get much attention. You know, the, the two main ones are the iPhone and the Android platform. That's right. And just recently, myself uh, switching from an Android phone back to uh, the iPhone, and with you being on uh, still on the on the uh, the Android platform, I thought it was a good opportunity to kind of compare the two, and not so much you know uh, you know kind of picking on each one, but I thought you know, you know give us each kind of the chance to kind of uh, let people know you know kind of the strengths of of both ones mainly, and uh, to maybe kind of educate some people. Maybe you're you're thinking right now. I want to change something. Maybe you're getting near the end of your contract, and you're looking at getting yourself a new phone. I thought we you know kind of you know, tell people a bit about, you know, the, mainly, you know, the positives and, and yes, maybe some of the negatives uh, that go along to with, with each one that is out there. So, sure. And I mean, we, we could talk about this for like three days. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I myself, you know, did a little bit of research for this as, you know, good uh, journalists should. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got myself a page and a half of, wow. of information here yeah. on uh, supporting Android over iPhone. Mm-hmm. So. So for me, uh, being on, uh, I'm going to take the, uh, the the iPhone side for the conversation here. And for me, one of the one of the main ones that stands out right at the beginning, and has always always been a strong suit for um, you know a strong point, I should say for uh, for not only the, the iPhone but just Apple in general, and that is their customer service. You know, if you just call in on the phone or use their chat support or go into a store. Their customer service, when it comes to supporting their products and helping you, is, in my opinion, second to none. So for me, that that's a, a big one there. That right off the bat, that that's a good strong thing that they have there, right off the bat. And that's good. I mean, that's something that uh, you know everybody can really relate to in you know customer <clears throat> service world, and especially yep. when they're having a problem and an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in today's day and age, people want things done immediately. So to have a good customer service uh, base, whether it's over the telephone or whether it's over uh, the internet with a chat support or something like that, mm-hmm. is really good. I myself really can't speak to that as I really have not had to use any type of Apple support for anything um, because I've really just done Android my entire life. And just recently we actually had to, uh, not so much for a device, but uh, uh, bring our podcast onto the iTunes platform, uh, dealing with them. And and they were very prompt and very direct and and answered the exact question I needed to. So if anybody from uh, Apple is listening to you, thank you for helping us uh, get onto your platform with our podcast. Definitely. And that was a big plus to them in my books to be able to uh, seamlessly kind of go through and really um, without any type of hurt or trouble or headache or frustration, Mm -hmm. uh, help us out and get us onto their iTunes platform. Absolutely. So what's a good, uh, strong point uh, for you for the Android side of things, Carl? For me, I'm I'm just going to go with like the first one that I have on my list here. Perfect. Um, when I say Android or when anybody says Android, you would think Samsung, Sony, LG, mm-hmm. Huawei, Google. That's my biggest thing. 
with with uh, with this this specific section is I have more choices with Android mm-hmm. than I do with Apple. Apple has like three screen sizes and two designs that you can really pick from. Yep. Um, you were now now kind of in an age where you got three designs with like the SE, mm-hmm. um, and then you've got like the the regular, and then you've got the Plus. So you got the three different sizes. Really, still only two different pieces because the the regular size and the uh, plus sizes they're both the same thing just a little bit of a bigger screen on them so for me i like that i can really you know take from all these different places that offer the android system and really find a a phone that really works for me this is something that uh, i think is uh, really going to depend you know for those of you that are listening to us that are our phone shopping right now i think this is really going to depend um, you know what you're mentioning on on the particular person because there's people that are going to have a bit of a different perspective. There's some people that are going to prefer only having a few choices because then it makes their decision easier. Yep. And then you're going to have some of those people that are, that are going to want that wider choice of options, you know, to to, to deal with. So it, it it's something that's really depending on you know the person that's actually out there shopping for the phone and how they they use their phone and. Yeah, and just, you know, some people's personality, some people prefer to only have a few choices, and some people prefer to have that wider, you know, spectrum of choices to have. So it, it it's something that's really depending on the person. It definitely is. And I mean, I know for myself, I would rather have more choice mm. than to just kind of be stuck with yeah. whatever this one provider has, has put out, right? Right. That is a good point. For me, my next uh, big one uh, that I feel is a is a, a really big strength for, for Apple, and I'm not necessarily going to pick on Android for this, but uh, I think you, you you possibly could, and that's going to be dealing with firmware and software updates. Now, um, my new phone is an iPhone six, and this is a phone that is going over two years old now, and I'm I as soon as I bought this phone, I have the latest version of iOS. I have iOS 11.2.5. That is the latest version and able to have it on, on this phone. Now, when it comes to the Android side of things, you know, I'm not necessarily, you know, directly comparing it to, but, um, you know, me being, I was an Android user for quite a while. That was, for me, was a big frustration seeing these new versions of Android and only being able to, to see them, you know, when they have these conferences or on ads or on YouTube videos something that um you know it, to me it's just a it's a factor of you know just there being so many companies manufacturing the phones is that you know whether they're just not choosing to or their hardware is not capable of it you know that's one of those things that uh you know i feel is a real strong point for you know the uh, the apple the iphone platform is that everybody pretty much is able to have the latest version of their software you're right to a certain degree <clears throat> i mean you take a look at let's say an iphone 4 Mm-hmm. Or an iPhone 4s, are you really going to be able to run and or uh, Apple or iOS 11 point whatever no. on that phone? That one you won't be able to, right? So I mean, the, the, there's obviously going to be and come a time where there's going to be a stop to the amount of updates that can be done mm-hmm. because of limitations and stuff like that. Yeah, just like Android. I mean, my phone, um, I have the LG G4 still, mm-hmm. and I mean it's it's not running the latest; it's running two behind. Yeah, uh, but 
my phone works. Mm -hmm. Now, if I were to try to force it to go to the next one somehow, um, am I going to run into problems and issues because the phone isn't able to support that? Mm -hmm. Is, you know, for me, I, I like the fact that Android doesn't give you the latest, but gives you what you can use and what you can handle. Yeah. Now, the, the only catch with that can be then is that uh, some newer, you know, whether it be some apps or some games, you know, could make the, those devices ineligible to, you know, to download and use those. So it, it really is one of those things where it, it's, again, it's, it's a matter of personal preference, you know, um, you know, and just your perspective on how you use your phone, I think, uh, you know, makes the difference there. So yeah, it's something that, uh, you know, if you don't mind using uh, the older software, I mean, uh, you know, to to be fair with the, the Apple stuff, you know, there's a reason why, like an iPhone phone four, you know, obviously is not going to be able to run that, and I mean that phone's getting up over, you know, probably four, we're probably five years old now, so it's about time for the, those phones to kind of go out to pasture, anyways. To be fair to you, so true, very true. So, what's your next um, on the plus side for the Android side? Uh, next one on the plus side for the Android for me, and it, it starts out with a question to you. Mm -hmm. How much storage do you have on your phone? I have, uh, that is an interesting question because my previous phone was the LG G5 with the, the same amount of storage. Okay. Theoretically, right? Yep. So now, what's what's the number? Is it a 32? Is it a 64? 32 gigabytes. It's a 32 gigabyte. So now for, for the iPhone... Mm -hmm. If you use up that 32 gigs, mm -hmm. you're done. Mm -hmm. You can't continue on. You can't add anything more in. You Essentially, no. your phone is done. It's at its max capacity. Whereas for me, I have a 32 gig uh, LG G4, but I can throw into it a 128 gig micro SD card mm -hmm. and fully expand my phone now to being more than 128 gigs true now again uh, this is something that depends on the user for me um you know when i did have my, my android phone i had that added storage uh, as well but uh i found i also found you know for me like i said this is a personal thing that uh yeah i was able to put more on my phone but i also had a lot more that i wasn't using so I found that, that uh, going back to uh, the iPhone is I, I find myself only putting on my phone what I need to use because you can take things off and move things off and so on and so forth. And going along with that to uh, a, a big thing to, to point out here is that, uh, you know, with it being, you know, and this is not something that's just specific to iOS um, because with, you know, the Pixel phone and people who still have the Nexus phone, when you have just the, a stock version of an operating system, you have a lot more usable storage that that comes around the device because the uh, the carrier doesn't put in any bloatware which is uh, also a big thing you know, to, to look into when you're buying a new phone is that um you know if you're somebody who likes to have a lot of apps on your phone if you're going the android side you're definitely going to want to have uh, to buy some additional storage and and i i fully understand that and i mean somebody like myself i I, I know how to go in. I know how to do, you know, a couple little things inside the phone itself to be able to mm -hmm. uh, disable the bloatware that, that actually comes with it. And I've gone through and I've done that. So currently I have my 32 gigs on board. I have an external 32 gig card inside my phone as well. So essentially I have 64 gigs of storage on my phone and I'm just about maxed it out. Yeah. So 
for somebody like myself who, um, you know, stores a lot, who, uh, you know, runs all the social media for what we're doing right now, um, I have to, you know, save pictures to the phone and, you know, edit them and, you know, do different stuff like this with them. And then sometimes it's just kind of forgotten and left on there. And, uh, you know, then instead of me having to go through and now spend hours trying to sort through all of this and and remove stuff uh, so that I can get myself some more storage, I really don't have to worry about that because it's, I've got enough room. So for somebody like myself who, who really uses it a lot and uses a bunch of different apps, a bunch of different photo apps and the social media apps, and I got some games and I have different music apps and different video apps and the WWE network and, you know, uh, an app on there for my um, smartwatch and, you know, an app on there for um, the website and an app on there for my uh, active on action camera plus an app for work for my scheduling mm-hmm. you know all these different apps they they really start to to, to kind of add up and pile up but they're all things that i use uh, almost on a daily basis so that's that that's that's my plus anyways is that mm-hmm. i have that availability to do that because i need it mm-hmm. not everybody needs it like you said and not everybody you know is is going to want to have that much but for those that need it that's the I feel that's the better option is with an Android phone so that you have that capability of having more storage. Yeah. Now for uh, for me going back over to the iPhone side uh, for my my next uh, big positive um, is something you know a little bit more simple and that is just when you, you know like I said uh, my current phone is the iPhone six and my previous phone was was an LG G five and now I have owned some nice uh, phones you know. Uh, during my time of you know owning smartphones, and I will just say, for me, just the the quality of the, the actual hardware itself. When I hold this phone in my hand, I mean, it just it feels solid. It doesn't feel cheap. It feels like it, it just feels and looks like it's going to last a long time. Yep. You know, with my previous phone, you know, and this is well published for those who want to look into it. The G5 had some some obvious design problems, like there were open seams, uh, issues with the battery, issues with the power button, which you have mentioned previously. You know, and just uh, some you know some some plastic bits and whatnot. Just you know, for I've owned some Android phones and I've owned some iPhones, and I will say, just and again, this is you know, kind of a more or less kind of my opinion is that just the the quality of the hardware compared to a lot of Android phones is, in my opinion, superior. Just when I when I hold it in my hand and just the just the materials go that go into the build of the phone itself. And yeah, I mean that's that's a a plus for Apple. I mean, really putting um, time and money into really being able to design something that's going to essentially withstand um, as opposed to, you know, different plastic bits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think really on your phone, the the, the only real plastic piece on it is, it would be the home button. Am yep. I correct? Yep. That's yeah. And, and even that, uh, you know, has, I believe, uh, you know, it, it may be like a very, very hard plastic, but other than that, you know, yeah, this is mainly the body of the phone is essentially an anodized aluminum. Uh, there, there are some uh, brakes in the back that's still allowed for the NFC antennas and the cellular. Uh, and, you know, for those of you who like to criticize phones for this kind of stuff, what did they, did they run out of metal and, and have to put plastic in there? Well, that's <laughs> stupid. Come on. It, it's done that way for a reason. There needs to be a break in that. And this is just for iPhones. They, they need to have that to allow, you know, for 
like something I can talk about next uh, as well. So you know, the, it, for those who like to criticize, you know, not only Apple but stuff or you know, just phones in general for that kind of stuff, do your research before you criticize. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, and I mean, just to kind of go along with that, even even the Google Pixel is essentially the same way. The back of it isn't all just a like a metal material. No. Uh, the top portion of it is actually glass, mm-hmm. um, a like bulletproof type of glass that's on there just to really allow more transmission between satellites and airwaves into the phone that's needed. So, I mean, it's not just something that's subjected to just iPhone and, you know, people going, you know, that's, did they cheap out? Well, no, no, not, not so much. Um, It's in all of the, it has a function. Yeah, it it does. And it's, and it's in essentially all of the, the devices uh, Mm -hmm. going forward, really. So, all right, uh, next on your list of what you feel is a strength for Android. Um, I'm trying to decide here. I think I think I'm gonna kind of go, um, and it's gonna seem a little bit like my like like my last one. Okay. Um, with this one, it's easier on an Android to clear the cache to get a little bit more room on your phone. Mm. Um, apps often download photos, videos, and other information to your phone as you use them. If you look at like the size of Instagram or Facebook, uh, stuff like that on the iPhone or the Android, you're going to see a lot of storage spaces is really used for those applications. This is because the app can keep data related to the photos and videos that you that you take and download Um, on the iPhone. You need to uninstall and reinstall the app to be able to get that space back, to be able to clear things out. Whereas, so let's say you're using like a 16 gig iPhone. Uh, I know yours is a little bit bigger, but just as an example, a 16 gig iPhone, you may have to every month or two delete the apps and reinstall them to really clear uh, the cache out of them. Um, On Android though, it usually includes an option for you to go in and clear the cache on the app itself uh, when you're going through your 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 apps that you have so for me i kind of like that i don't have to really remove uh, my apps and then reinstall them i just simply have to go hit click a button that says clear cache and my android phone does all the work for me that's something I'll have to look into on the iPhone side because I know with uh, you know recent ver- versions of Android or uh, sorry Android uh, iOS, uh, including the one that I have, is they they've actually recently allowed you. There actually is an app now called Files, where they they actually give you access to the file system. So I, I'll I'll do some uh, investigating mm-hmm. on the um, the iPhone side to see you know if there's an option. Uh, there, um, you know, to do that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah, because I mean, as far as I know, is that when it comes to cash, uh, I don't believe that they store a lot of that. And, and I will say, you know, uh, you know, hinting at something you'd mentioned earlier, because uh, when I look at my phone now compared to the previous phone that I have, uh, I actually have more apps actually installed on on here compared to my Android. There's, I already have more apps on here than I did previously, and I still have. Um, you know, when I look at uh, the storage, I still have, you know, 11 gigs still, 11 and a half gigs actually specifically available. And that's with a good, you know, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 10, 12. I mean, getting close to 20 apps I've already put on my phone and I've, you know, still have, 
you know, just slightly less than half of my storage left. So hmm. and that's including some, uh, a couple iTunes movies that I have on here. So nice, but, um, that's good. But yeah. Um, so yeah, something else, uh, that I, th- I think, uh, you know, for, uh, cause we're, we're, we're getting, uh, I don't want, I don't want to, uh, go too long winded on this particular episode. Uh, but, uh, for me, I think what I'll do for my last, what I feel is a strength, and this is going a little bit, uh, you know, more recent uh, when it comes to this, because I could mention, you know, the malware and virus and that kind of issues and stuff, but that's just well documented in other places. I don't need to beat that dead horse. Yep. Um, for me, um, a big plus for right now, and because uh, this is something that's become um, more popular, more places are implementing it, and this has to do with um, the version of. Uh, of being able to pay with tap with your phone because both platforms have a version of this. Yep. With uh, the Android platform, it's Android Pay. With Apple Pay, it's well, I just said it. It's Apple Pay. Yep. It's their version of it, but they do it a bit of a of a different way, and I feel in a bit more of a secure way. Now, on my previous phone, which again the LG G5, I was using Android Pay quite a bit, and it just involves, you know, at the very least, just. Basically, waking your phone up and and then tapping and then you pay. Okay. You, know, you could actually you know wake fully wake your phone and bring up the app if you wanted to and pay that way that it would still work fine. What Apple Pay does is actually, in my opinion, a lot more secure, and that is because when you go to actually tap to pay with your phone, you also need to have your 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 thumb or whichever finger you have registered for the fingerprint on there to put the payment through. So not only do you have to be you know close to that terminal, but you also it needs to be combined with your fingerprint to authorize the payment. Okay. And also, the um, the Apple Pay actually allows you to make purchases not only you know in person at uh, these brick and mortar places, but you can actually do that for paying for uh, things on the uh, the web as well. Nice. So like let's say if you're in Amazon or something, you want to make a purchase, you. Go, you, you choose the Apple Pay option, you put your, your fingerprint on there, and then boom, transaction is complete. You know, they, they do it in the same way. They don't uh, share your actual, they don't even share the, your name or, or what you may purchase. And, and that stuff actually just stays local on the phone. Apple doesn't know uh, where or who or what you're buying or for how much. All of that information just stays locally on the phone. Just for people who are wondering about that, yeah, it, uh, that's all kept locally on the phone. It's, it's not shared out to uh, any other company or even Apple. So Nice. So I just wanted to, uh, for me, I think that that's, you know, and you, I think you see a lot of businesses uh, using that because it, it's a lot more of a secure way to pay. And I've used both. And I got to say that, uh, you know, Android Pay was, was cool and it was very convenient, but uh, this feels a lot more secure on top of the convenience on top of it. Good. I mean, nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, if you feel more secure in uh, your, your purchase that you're making, mm-hmm. the better. Right. Um, I feel secure enough using uh, Android Pay mm-hmm. uh, because I know that it encrypts everything and that yeah. nothing's really there. And, you know, I, I, I I've actually said it that I have to open up my phone. I can't yeah. just wake it. I have to actually open it. Right. So I have a password on my phone, essentially kind of the same. You have to use your fingerprint. I actually have to unlock my phone mm. to be able to use it. So if I don't, if the phone isn't unlocked, Android Pay won't work. Okay. Right. So there's pros and cons to both, which uh, you know, you, you amazing uh, for for that feature that you have to use your your thumbprint or your fingerprint, whatever. So 
kudos to uh, Apple for really doing that. That's good. And one thing I forgot to mention too, if you're one of the lucky few people that is able to dish out a, a grand, a thousand dollars for your phone for an for an iPhone 10, uh, their actual version uh, for that uh, they don't use the fingerprint because they've removed that uh, now. It's actually with the the Face ID combined with the Apple Pay to make your purchase. So you mm-hmm. hold the phone up to your face, combine that with being close to the terminal is what uh, approves the purchase. So yes, as a, in my opinion. You know, possibly, likely, you know, just as, if not more secure than using your fingerprints. So, possibly, unless yeah. I have a have your picture. I, I believe that the pictures don't work because um, the the face ID actually takes a three D uh, image of your of your head, so a picture wouldn't work. Okay, so then that's a change that's uh, mm-hmm. that's happened since uh, the previous ones. So, right, yep. no, that's that's good then. That's yeah. good. Yeah, the the face ID that some of these other companies have tried. You know, it's. Uh, it's probably helped, you know, the Apple kind of uh, do, do their research on it, but uh, they actually, then they explain it. If you, uh, if you go to one of their YouTube videos or something, you know, when they, um, when they launched the iPhone 10, you can see the, the process. It, it actually, they uh, project invisible dots onto your, onto your face and it takes like a 3d map of your face. Okay. And does it in real time. And, and it looks, and it puts that up against to what you saved in there. And if it matches, then, you can unlock, unlock your phone. You can make uh, your purchase with Apple Pay, or uh, you know whatever else is done with that. So good. So it, it's a. They, they could tell that they put a lot of thought into it. It was I was really because we were really uh, you know, on our previous uh, tech talk. We were kind of wondering how's this going to be implemented? How's this going to work? How's the picture not going to work? Yeah. So it seems like they've really done their homework and done the research necessary to make it something that that seems to be pretty secure. Because I haven't seen really anything gone bad about it yet. But uh, it's something I'll, I'll keep an eye on. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, for your last uh, point of uh, what you would feel would be uh, a good strong point for Android. This, this is tough. I have five more. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to really, you know what? I, I'll go with this one. Okay. Um, Android customization. Okay. I have the ability to customize my phone to however I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Keeping in mind for something like that, uh, you don't always have to jailbreak or root a phone. Um, you can just use a launcher, mm-hmm. and a launcher can do a uh, a world of difference to to a phone. Um, just as an example, my phone is an LG G4. I put a launcher onto my phone, and I was able to make my phone mimic what a Google Pixel would do. Mm-hmm. Um, in 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 the way that it looks and acts and stuff like that. So for me, I'm very big on wanting to be able to customize my stuff. Uh, because I had this launcher on my phone, I was able to download uh, different icons. So I was able to change the the icons on my phone to little Agents of Shield logos That's right. um, for everything. Uh, which was really nice. Uh, I had an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. background on my phone and, you know, these icons and stuff like that. So I was able to customize my phone to look totally different than stock and what came with it. So uh, to my understanding, Apple has not really allowed any customization onto their systems as of yet. Um, But I, you know, it it would be cool if they did allow Mm. some sort of launcher for some customization. Um, So that, that for me is a really, really big strong point is that uh, I like to tinker around with my electronics and my devices and, and customize them to me. 
Now, the, the main reason why Apple hasn't gone down that route, and this is something that I've done some research uh, recently and, and quite a bit uh, today, is that um, you know they feel, and you know, this is you know something that uh, I'd have to look into to make sure it's backed up uh, and everything, but uh, that uh, you know the, that uh, their explanation for not allowing that is uh, is that they feel that uh, it could potentially uh, hamper the performance of the of the phone itself by having things on there that maybe aren't necessarily approved. You know that's why you know th- there's some apps you know that uh, that don't get approved or aren't even allowed on the uh, the iTunes or the the App Store is because they uh, you know they don't necessarily use the right kind of programming. And language they were they refer to as an API yep. uh, to get really to, to get really technical to kind of explain this they're called um, pu- no, they're called public APIs so basically if you make an app using your own kind of program or something like that Apple's not going to approve it because then they're not sure because then they they can't ensure that it's going to run properly on on you know all of their products because they, they make it so that as long as you use the the software you know the development platform that they that they say. They make it so that it runs on every iOS device, no matter what version it runs. So it it, uh, it just makes it. Uh, that's the reason why they, they tend to avoid, you know, that kind of customization because it could potentially break and cause performance issues. That's their philosophy behind that. Understandable. I I, I really I I can I can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really have no no real kind of rebuttal for that, except that I've done it with my Android and have had no issues. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue that I ran into was that uh, it was it was a bigger file to be able to keep on my phone, um, so I I didn't necessarily uninstall it or anything like that. But I just kind of disabled it. Uh, I still have it on my phone, but it's not using. Um, really any any cache or resources or anything like that so it it freed up some space onto my phone Um, but yeah I I really never never really had any issues when using it so Mm -hmm. um, and then you know being able to like you said you know uh, other people make different different apps and stuff like that Uh, a buddy of mine made a little simple game um, that I've downloaded onto my all of my Android phones that I've had since he created it yeah. and I've never had an issue. Uh, so I don't know if it's just Apple being overly cautious with mm. it um, or not, but if, if that's the direction that they want to go, good for them for playing it safe. Yeah. Cause I mean, I have definitely used some, uh, you know, going on the Android side of things. I've definitely, you know, I, I I can't remember the the exact name of the apps for their games or just or, or other regular productivity apps or, or what have you. But uh, definitely ran into a I will say you know more than a handful of ones that uh, you know were either you know didn't work right or crashed a lot. Um, you know, and it felt kind of sketchy, like maybe they, they it wasn't necessarily doing you know what they were saying that it was doing, or that it felt maybe that that. There was one I remember in particular. It was some kind of game. I forget the name of it now, but they wanted access to to my my contacts list in my phone to make calls, and there was no reason to. Why why is this phone asking for my my permission to do this? And then the 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 the, the game itself wouldn't work then unless I allowed that permission. And like, why do you need access to to my phone to make calls when it has nothing to do with the, the game itself? So some kind of dodgy stuff like that is something that uh, I think that Apple tries to kind of avoid. You know, it really, I think, you know, uh, you know, 
all comes down to it here. I think it really just kind of depends on how you are as a user when it comes to your phone. Do you like to to customize and be able to kind of do you know whatever you want you know regardless of you know maybe it, maybe it, it could cause potentially some issues. You know, Android is definitely I think you know the platform for you if you are comfortable with a a company basically. You know, choosing how, you know, if you're, if you're okay with their philosophy of, of how things are done and just the, kind of the simplicity of uh, the iPhone platform, I think that that's, you know, the, the direction you go. I think it, it, it really depends on how you are as a person and how you use your phone is how you should base your decision. Definitely. And that's what it all boils down to. I mean, whether, like I said earlier, right, like we could spend three days on, you know, going back and forth oh, yeah. with this stuff. But it's all depending on you. So if you feel that you need something simplistic, then go with the iPhone. If you feel that you want to uh, customize and have a few different options, uh, then go with the Android. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's in the end. For absolutely everybody, no matter how much you and I talk about this, no matter how much anybody decides to go and talk about this, it all comes down to you and your preference. So we can offer our suggestions. We can offer our inputs to kind of, you know, not necessarily sway you one way or the other, but to kind of keep you informed on the options and stuff that are out there. Ultimately, in the end, your decision. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I think uh, for our YouTube channel, it's something I think we're going to, you know, I won't say for sure in case we're, we're, we don't uh, have the timer if we're not able to do it. But we may possibly look into, because actually, you know, with us here, we actually have, you know, I, I have my new phone here, the the iPhone 6, and uh, your wife has the uh, the new uh, Google Pixel 2. Yep. So we may look at, um, you know, possibly, uh, you know, putting up maybe a couple of video reviews, you know, for people who, like I said, you know, if you know, there's some people now that are maybe getting near the end of their contract and they want a new phone and they're not sure if they want an iPhone or if they want an Android phone. So I think uh, it would be a good thing there because we have, you know, the iPhone six, which is still really popular, very highly reviewed and, uh, and a good phone. And you have, you know, the Google pixel two, which is stock Android, you know, basically the top of the line when it comes to Android phones. So I think it would be a couple of good things there. That's something that we'll, we'll possibly look into uh, to give them for you guys there. So yeah, definitely. We will uh, take a look and see if it's something that we can possibly do. We'll do yeah. a uh, recording of it and hopefully be able to, um, you know, maybe do two different ones or maybe do, you know, one video with both of them on it, something like that. Yeah. We'll see what we can kind of do. And, uh, hopefully be able to get you guys something out to the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that uh, about wraps it up here. Um, you know, there's still obviously, you know, there's some technology kind of stuff to talk about. Uh, the, um, you know, the net neutrality thing seems to be a kind of a bay for the time beings. I think uh, that, uh, there's companies that are trying to appeal and whatnot. It's, it's something that, uh, you know, didn't have time to get into today, but on our next technology talk, I'll uh, definitely look into it and see, you know, what's what news coming up with that because, you know, even uh, uh, looking at the main source I use here at uh, theverge.com, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot in the news about it right now. So it seems to be, you know, pretty quiet right now when it comes to that. But I'll, I'll do some more digging and the next time we do that, we'll... Uh, We'll see what else is going on, and you know maybe there'll be some new products or some other stuff to talk about. So, 
Definitely. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, like always, um, I, I'm going to do some plugs here right now. Yep. Make sure that you are following us on our social media. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And you can find them all by searching JK Podcasts. Um, look for the black and white JK logo that we have. Looks like a paint. somebody did it with a paintbrush. Yep. That's how you can find uh, find us. Make sure that you go and like those because right now we have a contest going on. Ooh, it's a we good have one a, too. It is. It's a very good one. Uh, we have a contest going on on our Facebook page. What we're trying to do is get our Facebook page up to 100 likes or 100 followers on that Facebook page. So what you need to do is go to the Facebook page, make sure that you like it, make sure that you share the contest details, and make sure that you leave a comment on there with some friends that you think would love to be able to listen and get information from us with JK Podcast. What is up for grabs? <laughs> it is a signed photo from Jake the Snake Roberts. Now, this contest is open worldwide, yep. so anybody in the world could win this, but you have to make sure that you, I, I, even if you don't comment with three people, make sure that you like our page, make sure you like that post. That's all. really all we're asking, those two things. If you've liked the page and liked the post, you are then in the runnings to win that Jake the Snake Roberts autographed photo in frame that we will ship anywhere in the world but we have to make it to 100 on that page first and then the winner will be announced yep and unless you live on a different planet we will definitely be able to send it to you that's right so if you live on that uh over in the uk side eh, we'll see we may or may not be able to get to because according to, to youtube he might be living on a different planet there so <laughs> But that's a discussion for another time. We've gone there, but uh, but yeah, all right. So yeah, definitely a cool uh, contest. And again, make sure you go to collarandelbowbrand.com and check out uh, what they got going on. Still twenty five percent off there. Use our offer code ten percent. You get thirty five percent off on some of the stuff. They got uh, more stuff every time I go on this website. There's more. There's beanies. There's uh, some more cool shirts uh, even stuff for the, the women out there. So. Uh, make sure and check that out. Uh, they're a partner with us. And uh, it gives you guys a bit of a way to kind of uh, support us directly as well with that 10% discount. So make sure and check that out. All right, guys. So I think that does it for this episode today. We want to say thank you very much to all of our listeners and to all of our supporters. Because as we said at the beginning, we did get to the 800 mark for the downloads on Podbean, and we thank you so much for that. Let's continue to rock 2018, and it's only going up from here. Absolutely. All right, and we'll see you guys next time. Ciao.